W-O-V-U-L-P Cleveland. Are you ready to unleash your full potential and unlock your passion to fully experience the joy that life has to offer you? Well, grab your phone, pen, and paper and turn up your radio as we experience Joyful Journeys with Moot Hetheru. Happy Sunday, Joyful Journey family members. I hope you are having a wonderful Sunday out there celebrating and out there healing and really just basking in the energy of this dormancy that we have entered. Dormancy being winter. How are you welcoming winter or this season of dormancy, family? We have been talking about the season of hunting and gathering, but now we have made it to the season of dormancy where we welcome in winter. This past winter solstice, which was December 21st, that is the day where we have the longest amount of night, meaning that look at it from a energetic point, right? That is the time in which we have the longest amount of no sunlight. No sunlight is night, right? And when we think about dormancy and what we've been talking about, about dormancy, this is the time where we start to go within ourselves energetically to really explore those things that we may need to address to help us in our season of what? Pop out some in in spring, in spring, when things start to open up and manifest. And so now this is this is great because we get the opportunity to follow the rhythm of nature. We get that opportunity to go deep within ourselves to find warmth, comfort, and really heal. And till that soil from below the ground for it to be ready to nurture something, for something to be planted, a seed to be planted, and then to evolve and come out. So today, family, I want us to explore. I want us to go deep and have a conversation and work through we're going to work through a conversation about how we want to use this time of dormancy for us how do we want to utilize this time of deep reflection these winter months when we don't see the sun as much when the sun is not readily available for us it's not easily accessible we don't see it that much because it's in a different part of the hemisphere so what are we doing to help us through these months of dormancy? What are we exploring during these months of dormancy? Because last week we talked about that space in between ascension and descension. There's an opportunity for growth. This is where we are. We are in our opportunity of growth, family, during these months of dormancy so I want us to be able to think about how are we going to use that okay so I want us as always I want to get this party started early I want us to move right into our work our dialogue our exploration because what we're going to talk about family sometimes people look at it as a heavy topic that deep healing that we may need to do or that deep connection to ourselves that we may need to have. I want us to talk about that. And the terms that we are going to use today are terms that some people are well aware of and some people are like, uh, I've never heard of that term before. What are you talking about? So we're going to meet somewhere in the middle to learn more about shadow work and healing our inner child. 
because we're going to be productive. We want to be productive when we utilize this time of dormancy, because when we pop out, we're going to pop out with power, with tenacity, with purpose, with intention, because we've known the work that we put in during our time of dormancy. So family, let's get prepared early. Let's take this moment to get our water, to sway our hips, to put a little oomph, pep in our step. And I want you to get your notebooks, your paper, your pencil, whatever you are using to what? To take notes, because why? This is a working session. I'll see you on the other end of the break. We here at WOVU 95.9, our voices united, are about to bring to you a crystal clear sound on our terrestrial frequency. Matter of fact, you're going to have to turn your volume down. 100% stereo, bass knocking in your speakers, rocking music all day long with the WOVU website and the app. The upgrade is going to 192,000 bits. Baby, explain to me again how clear that is. It's like going from HD to 4K. I wonder. It's going to be clearer than your mama calling your name when the streetlights come on. Ooh, oh, I think I like the sound of that. Tune in, check us out. We got some new sounds coming your way with the same great content we've been having. That good Cleveland music, that good inspiration, that good informative community information that we have for everybody out there. So check us out with the new sounds. WOVU 95.9 FM BBC Community Radio.
like being that cosmic warrior being able to connect with your divinity within you and when i mean with being able to connect with your divinity within you we talked about this last week family being able to connect with that piece of you that lies deep 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 with inside of you and knowing that you have greater purpose than what your physical eyes or body may be feeling and seeing. Understanding that you have the ability to really do some transformational work, that you are limitless. You are limitless in your thinking. You are limitless in your experiences in this time. In, in your in your space where you are right now in life and I want you to understand that that is where we talk about being able to find your divinity within you and being that cosmic warrior you got infinite power you are you have the ability to connect to things that you may have forgotten experiences that you may have tucked so deep inside of you good bad or indifferent but you have the ability to heal from those things so i want us to go lead this conversation having that for that thought in the forefront of our mind knowing that no matter what we have experienced in our lives whether our body holds the message or our mind or our body holds the message and memory or our mind holds the message and memory because sometimes our body holds the memory but it kind of disconnects from our mind so that is something when we call in your subconscious where you might feel something but you're not sure why because you can't connect that memory to that feeling or when you connect with that memory very intentionally because it's in your mind I want us to know and feel supported and I'm putting my hand on the base of my spine at my root chakra because that is the space in which we feel supported so I want you to place your hand on the back of your spine at the root of or the base of your spine in the back on your back and I want you to affirm to yourself that you have the ability to heal from whatever trauma you may have experienced at any point in your life so I want us to lead with that forefront I want to have that I want us to lead with that thought and have it in the forefront of our mind as we discuss today what shadow work and healing our inner child now let me tell you how i came across this topic you know it's always a reason right you all know that i always like to say life is not always unicorns rainbows sprinkle glitter all anything that you like life is not always as Forrest would say, a box, well, of chocolate, if you like chocolate. <laughs> Sometimes there are things that we experience or have experienced that provide us with some very difficult, uncomfortable feelings. And when we, ex- when we experience, when we have that experience, Depending where we are in our age and our life and our mindset would determine whether or not we are able to process it or repress it. 
process process it or repress it and if we repress it meaning that we push it shove it down put it towards the back of our mind and we try to forget about it we ignore it we tend to stuff all those feelings those thoughts that were connected to the to that experience and dependent upon when it happened in our life will determine on how well we can reconnect to those repressed feelings or how we disconnect from those repressed excuse me repressed memories because the feelings are going to come up but the memory may not be readily accessible And so I know we talk about healing, affirmations, intentions, positive thinking, you know, all those practices that help us to become or to ascend on that, that when we talk about on that vibration, that energy, our ladder of energy, when we're going up, when we're ascending to those high vibratory frequencies, but someone, I was on Instagram, and someone was like, they had made a video, and they were talking about how some new age person or someone was talking about positive affirmations, and, and they were kind of mocking them. You know, like, quit telling people that positive affirmations work. Positive, you know, sometimes you... If, if you just keep doing a, a positive affirmation, and this is the this is the person on Instagram saying these things. If you keep saying a positive affirmation, it doesn't allow someone to heal from their trauma. That it represses those feelings. It minimizes that experience. If you really want to do something. You need to allow someone to sit in their feelings and do shadow work. And I started thinking, and I understand shadow work or healing the inner child that um, I like to refer to it as too. I understand the importance of that. But when I was listening and I was watching, I was kind of conflicted because I also know that affirmations work. I also know that other spiritual disciplines or tools work. And then I thought about it. I said, well, what's the difference? Like, what, what is that key in between there of two different forms of thought, right? Whether affirmations and those things work or or whether you got to sit in your trauma and stay rooted in your trauma to be able to heal from your trauma and I thought about the word victimization and knowing that if we are only allowing ourselves to experience to continue to experience and relive that trauma that we are not living life limitlessly we are saying that we are a finite being meaning that i'm only capable of this potential like that's it that's it for me i can only feel this way i can only do this thing i'm only i'm limiting myself into the experience of life because we are allowing ourselves to only stay rooted in how we may have been victimized in a part of our life and then i went further further to think further to think about how do you utilize that because understanding your trauma is real but first you have to understand it to get there you have to understand it to get there 
And that doesn't mean that understanding your trauma means that you have to accept. You don't have to accept it or say that it was okay for someone or something like this to happen to me. That is not understanding your trauma. That is not it. That does not mean that you don't hold people accountable in those spaces and places in which your trauma occurred. Understanding your trauma is relieving yourself of the guilt or the repressed feelings and emotions that came or that happened as a result of your trauma okay so i want us today to look at that i want us to look at holding holding it again leading with the thought that we have the ability to heal and to support ourselves through whatever we have experienced in life and I want us to be able to deeply connect with the notion of healing our inner child. Because that is a portion of shadow work. That's the other part of shadow work. You could be so, I know people, I know people, y'all, who get so stuck in uncovering uncovering and uprooting all those repressed emotions and doing that shadow work and sometimes they get stuck and they become a victim and they perpetuate that anger they perpetuate that that hostility because they are stuck in that emotion now so i want us to be able to today I want us to talk about how do we do shadow work in a healthy way to be able to process those repressed feelings that might come up in the midst of looking at that other part of your personality, that other part of your behavior, that other part of yourself that you may not let people see. But you clearly see it in someone else. That is your shadow. So I want us to explore what that means. But also come in. Come in on the side of support. And offering. That root chakra energy level of support. Lending a hand. To the healing journey. That it takes to effectively address your shadow self so that's what we're going to talk about today and and first let me go let me take a step back and, and let's talk about the shadow because the shadow is something it's real y'all you you see yourself outside you walking it might be a bright sunny day and you look down or to your right your left your front or your back depending on where the sun or the light is shining down onto you and you see something you see an image of yourself and sometimes with your shadow it might be a little distorted depending on how that sun is hitting you follow me roll with me here okay family the light that is shining upon your physical body People say, oh, you got a glow. Oh, you look so beautiful. The way that that light is hitting you. Oh, perfect angles. And they see the beauty, the that positive energy, right? Or maybe they see something else. But then if you look further or deeper, and you take the gaze off of your physical self and what you're presenting to the outward community with people just walking and looking at you on your face, head held high, walking past. Oh, that light hits that person very nicely. 
What's behind you or next to you? It's your shadow. And when you look at that shadow, it is a place or it is an image that leads behind you or that doesn't have the same shape as you. Nobody knows, but it's always with you. It's always with you. Depending on where the light is, you might see more of it. You might see less of it, but you know it's there. It exists. It is a part of you. So your shadow self is the part of you that may not always be present to those around you, may not be readily accessible, may not be easily seen. That's what I want to say. May not be easily seen to those who you're interacting with. But you know it exists. You know that it walks with you everywhere, every day. And the shadow is something that I can remember being in my social work classes and really talking about the ego or or talking about just being having being a human being and having the physical experience of being a human right and having those trying to explain emotions and thought processes and decision making and healing and talking about the ego the id the shadow I want y'all to look up to if you haven't had like psychology, sociology or social work classes. I want you to look up two well-known psychologists, psychotherapists, um, Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung, spelled Carl, C-A-R-L, Jung, J-U. G. And they have different they have different feelings about this shadow. But at the end of the day, they know that this shadow part of our personality is important to us as a human being, as a person, as a person or as a spiritual being having a human experience because we're on this plane for a reason y'all we are here for a reason and some people think that those shadow traits those parts of your personality that you might not talk to talk about a lot those shadow traits that people might see very rarely or that you may feel but you never discuss some people feel like they're protective. It's a part of our coping mechanism. Some people feel that they're a part of our creativity. It adds to our creativity. And some people, other thoughts are that it's something that we have to work through to be able to ascend. We have to be able to process to be able to ascend and not continue to repress because when we continue to repress, we descend on that energetic ladder. Okay. So again, what am I going to say? I want you to don't just, you hear Moo Hedaru saying these words and these things. You may have had conversations about it with your, your family, but just don't take our, my word for it. Go explore, go explore. Talk to someone. Have you heard of shadow work? Have you heard of he healing your inner child? What was that like? What's been your experience with that? I want us to talk about it. Create a dialogue around it. Because what we're about to do now, you all, we are about to explore. We're about to ask ourselves some deep questions so we could be able to work through and provide that hand of support. And place it at our root chakra to say, I am capable of providing myself the support I need on my healing journey. 
Again, I am capable to provide myself with the support I need on my healing journey. Okay, family? So let's stand up. From Shaker Heights, thanks for calling in to the WOVU Talkback Line. Go ahead and say what you got to say. Hello, I love listening to WOVU as much as I can. The Eric Nolan Grant Show. Love it. Love his music selection. Love the positive talk that he gives us. I just wish that we could have him on every day. Also, like my granddaughter, loves listening to the Lily Jade Show on Saturday morning. Another positive offering. Take care and God bless. Bye-bye. Leave a voicemail or send a text to the WOVU Talkback Line. 216-200-7848. 216 216- Two zero zero seven eight four eight. Call us anytime, anywhere, and share your voice. This is WOVU 95.9 FM, Our Voices United, Burton Bell Car Community Radio. dive into the concept of shadow work and again let's go back and talk about shadow work shadow work is really talking about those things in our personality that we others may not see some people may see but those things that we really don't discuss 
because they may be undesirable personality traits. And sometimes it takes a little introspection to really explore the reason why these personality traits may exist. So I'll give you some of those traits or shadow traits that they like to call them. Things like arrogance, egotistical, narcissistic behavior, defensive, judgmental, bouts of anger, or outbursts of anger, jealousy, envy. Some people are highly manipulative. Some people may show a over um, a they may be really obsessed with their their look, how how they look, how they're presented. Everything has to be put together or they may wear um, lots of makeup or they may wear only certain really expensive clothes. They're so obsessed with their personality or excuse me, so obsessed with their look that they seek compliments. Very, very stubborn, extremely stubborn. Or some people may be over competitive. You know, that person that always has to win and they're going, let's go. Let's go again. Let's do it again. No, I can't. Let's do it again. And, you know, think about think about those traits. Think about somebody who can be explosive that can go from zero to 1,005 seconds. Those are shadow traits of our personality. Again, those things that we may not like to talk about, but others may see in us. Others may experience with us. And I say with us because it may be our loved ones that experience these things. People that we could just lash out on and feel comfortable with it because they might not hold us accountable. Those are shadow traits. And when you do shadow work, it's really looking at taking a deep, deep insight and reflection on or introspection because that is looking at yourself within because shadow work don't take nobody around you it does not it is an independent journey so to speak it is something that you do reflectively with yourself okay at least at the first part at least at the first part because that healing you might need to tag someone in however our shadow self generally begins to develop in our childhood can you think about a, a point in time when you were a child and you were told to stop doing something, right? That may have been a natural part of you, but you were told to stop. Don't do that. Uh, no, we. you don't do that. And it was confusing for you. And for whatever reason, it was deemed unacceptable in your house, in your in your family, in your space, and you begin to repress parts of yourself. So I'll give an example. One that's e we talk about now, easily access, easily processable. When we tell boys don't cry when they're young, like, hey, boys don't cry. Stop all that crying. And we begin to learn and cult and cultivate or become ingrained in that culture that men or boys don't cry. And we begin a process that is maybe men don't tap into an emotion because crying is an emotion. Crying is a response to an emotion. That is something that then begins to develop our shadow traits because now how are we displaying that emotion because we can't cry okay and most people start thinking about shadow work 
or they might not even know that it's shadow work. They just start to think about like, tag, you know, looking for a deeper connection. Why can't I form a deeper connection with someone else? Or why can't I? It's just something about me that I want to explore. I feel like I don't know myself. I feel like I feel disconnected from myself. That's when most people seek this type of support through shadow work. So I want you to think about what have you learned as a child that may have contributed to a, we'll just, we'll just use terminology that the world uses, right? Because you know, y'all, I really, sometimes we get stuck in theory and using words like shadow, um, but really like those toxic behaviors, those toxic thought processes, those toxic displays of emotion or lack thereof that we that we do. Why do we do that? So I want you to think about as you explore this, is this something that you have to explore during your season of dormancy. Are you at a space in which you are able to identify? Because that is the first step. That is the first step of any work is being able to identify. Are you able to identify that I might need some work? Just because, you know, well, Muheteru, I... I don't I don't care what others think about me and I don't have to look a certain way. You know, I don't I, I'm not aggressive. I'm not a narcissist. You know, it's not all about me. There are other ways in which these things may present themselves. These toxic behaviors may present themselves. You might be, and and people wear a mask, right? So you might be overly polite, right? Again, I talked about the need for makeup because you may be covering a deep insecurity. And this is like heavy makeup, y'all. Some people may say, oh, I only wear dark colors, right? Taking on challenges, the overachiever, you may... You may be an overachiever, so focused on accomplishing goals by any means necessary that you're not taking a deeper look around you. You may be a risk taker, a daredevil, a perfectionist. You might be obsessed with or fixated on the details of things, so much so that you're the only person who who has the answers. These are ways in which Sometimes these behaviors appear people pleasing or you have to be the life of the party. You always making jokes, being a clown where other people making other people happy without being aware of your needs. Some people may have very um, withdrawn personalities, holding back emotional responses. We just talked about that. Holding back emotional responses. Some people may feel like you are you are so just blank. You don't have an emotional response to anything. These are indicators in which you may need to do some shadow work and begin to heal your inner child. So if you already know, Muheteru, I already know. I've already done my shadow work. I know why these things exist. I know why I'm I'm withdrawn or I don't have um I don't show emotional responses. I know why people please. Right? I want you to ask yourself these questions. I want you to ask yourself how can you begin to create a bond or re or begin to heal that relationship between you as the adult and you as the child so if you are fully aware of when that trauma happened 
and you know who did it or what shape it took around it. I want you to ask yourself, have I forgiven myself? Have I forgiven myself? And if I start from there, have I forgiven myself? Or if you are on the other part where you're not sure of how you connect to this space. You're not sure like why these things are happening. I want you to ask yourself, what were your parents or your caregivers? What were your caregivers core values while you were growing up? And do you hold those core values true to yourself today or are they different? What were your your caregivers core values? Do you hold those same core values now or are they different? Okay, because what we're doing is we're exploring we're exploring us as an adult and looking at ourselves growing up because a lot of our trauma or our repressed emotions our repressed memories that are displaying in these shadow traits or these toxic behaviors is because we weren't able to process what we weren't able to process the experience we weren't equipped with the skills needed to understand what was happening at that moment in time we did not know our minds our brain synapses weren't connecting because we didn't have that language we didn't know and that's okay. And this is why I ask, have you forgave yourself for that experience and not holding resentment towards yourself for that experience because you didn't have the capacity, not even of capacity, you didn't have the knowledge of what was happening during those traumatic moments. So you have to forgive yourself. And we're thinking about healing. Okay. Next, I want you to ask yourself. I want you to think about. What did you need at that moment? What did you need at that moment? If you already know the moment. If you know the moment, what did you need at that moment? Who did you need? What type of support or intervention? If you are not there, were you like, Moot, I I don't even know what, what I don't even know what happened. I want you to ask yourself, when are you hardest on yourself and why or better yet ask yourself this what was one time you remember feeling wrong as a child how did you react and how has this affected you into your adulthood now again what was one time you remember feeling wronged as a child and how did you react? And how does this continue to affect you in your adulthood? So family, y'all see the type of work we are about to venture into during this moments of dormancy. If you feel Moot, I need help. I don't know if I can go. I, I don't know if I'm ready. That's okay. 
you don't have to you don't have to or or if you feel like all right i'm 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 here i'm on this we're on this letter of frequency and we at that point of opportunity and you like but i need support because we we offered ourselves some support if but if you are feeling now you need someone to tag in you always know that there are people out here trained professionals caregivers that provide that support if you feel like uncovering or doing this work is going to trigger an emotional crisis for you and that number is to mobile crisis who has access to individuals who can help us through our support as we are stepping onto that that ladder we at that step on that ladder of opportunity that number is 216-623-6555 and that is a local number here in cleveland ohio Again, 216-623-6555. If you need help and you are not in Cleveland, you can call 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. because family we are going deep in this season of dormancy to explore those things because we know we know that there are some things life life has may not always be a crystal staircase right look up that poem by Langston Hughes my life might not be a crystal staircase but we are equipped to heal if we so choose if we have the desire to because we don't have to live our life as a victim we can live our life as a survivor and be able to say yes that happened to me but that My life did not stop there. I was able to continue. I acknowledge those feelings. I acknowledge how that act or that incident contributes to my behavior today, to my expression of myself. I understand my shadow. I know it may precede me. I know it walks behind me. I know it may be on the right or the left of me. I am aware of it. But that does not dictate the person or experiences that I am bound to have. It contributes, but it does not limit me. Because I am more than that experience. There is more to me. than the injustice that I experienced. There's more to me. I have more to offer than my victimization. I am a survivor. There is power in my healing. And I choose to ascend this ladder of energy and frequency. I choose to ascend as I step on this rung of opportunity. Family, we are going to explore this deeper. There are some other prompts that I'll share. Check out our Instagram page at Finding Divinity One on Instagram. As we go into this season of dormancy, We are equipping ourselves with being able to nurture, to till that soil that we call ourselves 
to be able to plant something, a seed, a vibrancy to grow. So our pop out can be worth the work that we put into during this time of cultivation. If no one else has told you all today, family, I'm telling you first, I love you. I love you. And I appreciate your brave. You being your bravery in, in seeking yourself and being willing to seek yourself and being willing to heal. Because there is so much more to us. There's so much more to us. All right, family. I love you. Let's stay connected. Check out our stories on IG. Visit the website. Join us for a Saturday meditation. You know where to find us. Right here on 95.9 FM WOVU, BBC Community Radio, and on Instagram, and in the World Wide Web at Finding Divinity, at Finding the Divinity Within.com. I love you, family. Until next week. Shamimatep, go in peace. Catch me out, y'all done specially invited guests me out. Y'all been telling jokes that's gonna stress me out. Soon as I walk in, I'm like, let's be out. I was off the chain, I was often drained, I was off the mess, I was called insane. What an awesome thing, engulfed the shame. I want all the rain, I want all the pain, I want all the smoke, I want all the blame. Cardio, audio, let me jog your brain. Caught in the Audi home, we was all detained. All of you, Mario, it's all a game. I'm so, I'm so reborn. I'm moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. Ain't no stress on me, Lord. I'm moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. I'm so, I'm so reborn. I'm moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. Ain't no stress on me, Lord. I'm I'm so, I'm so reborn I'm 